Hey guys, my name is Kim Sanders and welcome to You Are Worth the Work, a podcast that reminds busy moms that following your dreams ain't all rainbows and roses, but you are worth the work that it takes to thrive in this life. After you listen, please rate and review the episode. Also, if you want to connect with me, I'll have that info for you in the show notes. Let's get started. Okay, I think we're good. Okay, so this is my amazing friend, Amber Riley. And before we get started, I want you to tell me how you fill up your cup. Ooh, that's a really great question. Um, I know. <laughs> how I fill up my cup. I think um, I'm a naturally extroverted person. So people and spending quality time with people I love fills my cup up. So um, like real time, like understanding how they're feeling and um, what's going on in their lives and how might I assist or how might I uh, be of encouragement. Uh, The interaction with people, because I love people, is what really fills my cup. And so I think that's I think that's like my one go to. It's like I haven't heard from Kim in a while. I'm gonna call her and I'm just gonna spend as much time as she'll let me on FaceTime <laughs> or whatever. Just joking you and laughing. I would do that, right? <laughs> you are the only friend I know that pulls up on the FaceTime, like unannounced. <laughs> just the pull up game you is know, so strong for you, Kim. And I want to see you in your body that, that does it. <laughs> yeah, I want to see you in your bonnet. I want to see the facial expressions when I tell my jokes. I want to I want to see the laughter. I want to see the crinkles in your eyes. Like I just I want to see it all. So yeah, I will I pull up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I so, love yeah. that. And you know what? I'm glad you mentioned you how you are of service because I wanted to make sure we got to the story, not just the story of how we met, because we're gonna get to that. Mm-hmm. But when it was like it must have been eight years ago right when I was I was sick one day Mm -hmm. and we were talking and you were like what can I do or I think you just came over or something like that I think so yeah and we had three infants (laughs) between Mm -hmm. the two of us we had a lot of infants we had a lot of kids and Mm -hmm. once you add Maureen's too like we just we just had a bunch of kids (sighs) and when you said sit down somewhere because I was sick. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was legit sick. And still and trying I, to do. And try, you know, trying to try to do. Just like a black mama. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> and yes, you ma'am. made me lay down on my couch. And at the time, I think the boys were starting baby food. And we had talked about how I made my own baby food. And yes. you, you cut up so many pears for me. Okay, oh, yeah, I did. And I forgot about the pears. You pureed so many pears for me. I want to say you I steamed did. them too or boiled I them too. About that. Yes. And I that did. has stuck with me as who you are as a person. You're such a giver. You are yeah. such like that is who you are. Yeah. And to have you as my friend after all these years and through Girl. all of the things and the mother is this a crying things. session this, this, i mean you can't be this up is for a crying <laughs> session well, because i be, you know different. what be, because i i try i'm doing my best to let my friends know how much i appreciate them 
And one of the reasons why I love this podcast is because as a mom, I can invite my dope mom friends to interview one to check in on them. Right. Because we honestly, we don't talk a ton, which is not an indictment of our friendship, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it's a good time to see how you're doing, see the amazing things you're up to, because we're going to get into the amazing things that you're up to and to just give you your flowers. Absolutely. While you're here, you know, while you're here to get them. So I will always thank you for cutting up those pears for me because they were a lot of (laughs) pears. I was like, why does this buy so many though? Like, (laughs) Well, because I got two kids. That's why. (laughs) You do got a lot of kids. (laughs) So... That that always stuck out for me. So I'm really glad that you mentioned that that is who you are, because that is 100 percent who you are. I didn't ask you to do it. I didn't yeah. want you to do it. Nope. Um, but it, it had to fought, be done. You fought me a little. Yeah, I, I didn't. I did, to did be fight done. you. I fought you as much as my sick uh, body could fight. Yeah, and you couldn't. <laughs> and I don't fight. So I'm glad you couldn't fight for more than that. Uh, no, but I do think that we as black moms are uh, so accustomed to um not asking for help, not accepting support, not um, cherishing ourselves enough to rest. Mm-hmm. And I think that I see it all the time. I do it myself. And it, it's just when you have friends and you know they need to sit down, you just kind of have to take over. You kind of have to be like, mm, no, I don't like it. Like, I mean, we'll fight about it later. Just sit down. <laughs> I got it. Like, you know, and so I think it's my, I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's my heart. I love, I love my friends. They, they be, my friends be friended. So I love them. You, and you <laughs> do have amazing, and you have amazing friends. Like mostly, I don't know any of your other friends, but no. based on your social, like your friends be friending. They are. They're the sweetest. <laughs> I mean, they, I, when I'm sick, I always, there's always somebody, I had strep throat like two weeks ago and my okay. good friend Tiffany um, brought, uh, I had like a girl, my fever was like 104 almost. And I, one of my friends brought um, all this like uh, uh, medicine and stuff. Cause we didn't know it was strep throat at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, my friends, you know, we all take care of each other. That's the name of the game. Just take care of one another. It's And so, yeah, I know we've gone long on this, but no, that, it's hey, just I got part of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so I want you, because I, I normally tell the story, but this is about you today. I want you to tell the people how we met, because I say it is the most amazing blind date yes. I have ever oh been gosh. on. <laughs> In so my entire life, <laughs> me and my now ex-husband, we had moved to Jacksonville. We didn't really know anyone, but he had a friend, um, Patrius, who uh, maybe I shouldn't be saying people's names, but he had a friend yeah, who, I don't um, know if he listens. We'll see. Who I think knew you, right? And mm-hmm. so he was we like, to work oh, my, my good friend Kim is there and um, you guys should meet up. And so he kind of set up a blind date between the two of us. And um, so we we connected. We picked a date. I think we went to some restaurant. I can't remember what the restaurant was. And I think you brought Maureen with you. I brought so Maureen with me. You had had, had your baby. I had met Maureen that day. Yeah. So 
you have you had your babies already. Maureen was still pregnant. I had had my baby because we, we were probably they were probably maybe like when I moved to Jacksonville, they were probably like four or five months old. Yeah, because that was they July, were very young. Yeah. yeah, it was very they were very young, and so it was us three sitting at sitting and eating, and we immediately hit it off, all three of us. And it was so funny to me that you were meeting both of us at the same time, right? Like it was, it was such a natural friendship, I would say that like, you know how you just, you know how the girlies want to meet a man and they like, oh, like it just feels right. The friendship just felt right. The friendship was friendship. Like, yeah. And so (laughs) I think um, it was just like, it was, and I don't even know if Patriots really thought we would hit it off. I think he was just trying to be nice and say like, Hey, I know someone there. So you guys won't be, and she also has kids your age, you know, like, I think he was just trying to be kind of kind about it and say like, Hey, if you guys want to meet up, like she's dope, you know, cause Pedro's didn't know me that well. He knows he, he knew my ex-husband. Yeah. So when we met, I was like, yo, this girl is dope. This girl is dope. And this girl is dope. And I mean, we had so much in common, sorority stuff i mean it was just like very um it was like easy yeah it's like easy to be friends so it was just it was it was you're right it's the best blind date ever and i think we made the joke then we're the three best friends that anyone ever had and i still haven't (laughs) seen that movie i still haven't seen that movie to this day i have not seen that movie i I need you to just go watch it (laughs) Hilarious. I will one day, one day, one day. But you know, yeah. I think that first year, like our kids' first year, mm-hmm. we needed us. Mm-hmm. We needed the village. We needed it because us. none of us had it. None yeah. of us had it. So at yeah. the, you know, at the time, it was the tw- it was y'all. It was the three of you. It was four of us. Yeah. It was the four of them, and yeah. it was like. And Maureen was struggling with breastfeeding, was struggling, and, and so yeah, we there was went a over lot there, going on. And that was remember that Thanksgiving we did, and I made the yes. tea too sweet. Oh my god, the tea was so sweet. I put so much sugar in the tea. It was liquid diabetes, <laughs> liquid diabetes, but it was, but it was tasty. Time. Yeah, we created family. We created family, we and now every time I come back there, it's like, hey, I'm coming. Hey, make pick a house. Somebody make room. Pick it's a house. Good. We're gonna we gonna hang, we're gonna go to the pool, we're gonna do the beach, whatever. And I think um it's such it's such an honor to be family with you guys. Like it's just it's the best blind day ever. 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 I don't I don't ever. think anything tops it, to be nope. honest. No, nope. none Lord. of the men I've blind dated top it, that's for sure. <laughs> okay. So we've talked about how we've, <laughs> we've talked- This is why I like doing interviews because we just talk and stuff just flows and yeah. it's not canned. Like I've got a couple of notes, but we, yeah. that wasn't really where it was supposed to go. And I don't even care. I um, I do want to talk about how you are like, you're an image consultant. You're a stylist. You're a mom of three boys, <sighs> which are my, some of my favorite children ever and that I've gotten the pleasure of watching them kind of grow up yeah. away yeah. But, yeah. you know, I love them as if they were next door right, just because right. they're amazing kids because they've got yes. an amazing mom, obviously. But 
I want you to tell me, I want you to go back a little bit. I want to know how you got started in styling and fashion and where that sure. all came from. Cause you know me, I'm not, that ain't, that's not my ministry. And that's why I'm thankful to have you. No, I've, I've <laughs> met you girl. I've met you. Um, no, it's so funny. Um, when I, I always tell this story when I was a little girl, I probably was about like, maybe I was like 14. Um, so my grandfather was a pastor and um, my dad used to play organ. Well, he still does, but he plays organ for churches. And so we were running late to church and he has to play the organ. It's a big deal for us to be on time as a unit, as a family unit, when your grandfather is the pastor. Um, and so he was rushing me, but I wasn't quite ready. And um, he's like, Amber, if you don't get in the car right now, you're getting left, like get in the car. So that's like, you know, black dad language for movie ass, right? And so I <laughs> I was like, okay, dad. And so uh, he's already in the car. My siblings are in the car. I get to the car and he rolls down the window before I get in. Like I'm walking the path to get in the car. He rolls the window down and he looks at me and he said, did you pick out that outfit? And I was like, yes. Like, yeah, that was kind of what it was taking me so long. And he said, Okay, worth the wait. Get in the car. And the 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 validation <laughs> of like my father saying to me, You did like you did that. Okay, get in the car. Like that, I think it was the first inkling that hold on. Like, cause I had really focused on the outfit. Like I really was trying to create something special in that um I think really uh personified my personality, I guess, or really in, through clothes that really like embraced what I felt that day. Um, and his validation of that kind of led me down this path of like, let me see, like this really made me happy to do. Uh, so I took a course in high school. I had to take either, you had to take home ec or sewing. So I took sewing, learned to sew. And my teacher, Miss Amber Brown, was very influential in um, she was just an influential person, I think, right? Like she taught, but also she was just so smart, so knowledgeable. She spoke to you like you were an adult, like she spoke to you with respect. Um, she didn't take no business. She was serious about it. She is, I still, to this day, I, I go to her house. I like, I, I love her. She lives in Durham. So she's right down the That's street amazing. from me, like, like 30 minutes, 25 minutes away from me. Um, but she was so influential in showing me I could, I could do anything. I could try anything um, that even if I failed, I could just try again. Like she, she kind of instilled that in me. I don't know if she knows that, but she'll know that now. And um, so I had that experience. And then when I got to college or when I was graduating high school and I was going to college, I was like, dad, I think I want to, I think I want to do fashion merchandising. Uh, for my degree or fashion design, maybe go to FIT in New York. And my dad was like, okay, honey, sit down. And I was like, what's up? He's like, we're not doing none of that. He was like, you need to figure out what in STEM you like. And I was like, but I don't, I don't, I don't really like STEM. I mean, I guess I'm good at chemistry, but that I, that's not what I want to do. And he was like, mm, let's do chemistry then. We're going to do chemistry. And I was like, but dad, that's not what I'm interested not in. What? I don't like it though. And he was like, we don't care. Yeah, we don't care. Yeah, we're not going to do fashion merchandise. People don't make money. 
And I took his advice and I went to college for chemistry and I got an entire chemistry degree. And I have been working in pharmaceuticals for a very long time. And then the pandemic hit. And I didn't have to go to work. And I had a lot of free time on my hands. And clothing people and talking about fashion and has always been a part of my life. It it never went away. And I always get dressed. I'm always the extra friend. If you call me and ask me, boo, what are you wearing? Uh, extra. What are you mm-hmm. wearing to extra? Are you wearing heels? Yes. The answer is yes. The answer is always yes. I was always dressing my friends. I was all they always called me to help them dress them. I was always cleaning our closet. I was always doing it, right? <laughs> and so I was just like, why don't we just try? And so I every single day I would do one thing to lead me closer to being a stylist. I would do, you know, an EIN. Like, let's just take one step. So during the pandemic, I was totally scared. Um, I was pregnant with Blake, my youngest child, who's now two. Um, I was totally scared. I was like, oh, who's going to listen to me? Who's going to, like, think that I know what I'm talking about? And, you know, even though deep down inside, I felt like I know what I'm talking about. I know how to make someone look good in their clothes. I think that self-doubt kept creeping in. So to combat that, I would do one thing every single day. One EIN Mm -hmm. number one call to the secretary of state, one reach out to whatever. Um, And then I realized I need to get my socials together. So, you know, picking a name, changing my name on social, making it more what I needed it to be, Um, studying how to do reels, studying how to edit things, studying about, I'm still working on lighting and things of that nature. Um, So just doing, taking one step forward. And then all of a sudden I had a website. All of a sudden people were contacting me. All of a sudden I was cleaning out closets and people were paying me to do so. I wasn't just (laughs) doing it out of the kindness of my heart. Um, And I think those are the building blocks and the nuggets to getting where you want to be is to not, um, you know, have a plan, have a strategy, et cetera, but do something. Don't mm-hmm. not do anything, right? Like if you do one thing, you're always moving forward. And if someone's listening to this, that's what I would say. Do one thing that moves you towards the direction you want to go. Eventually, those steps will add up to being where you want to be. But do one thing. If you miss a day, jump back on. Do another thing a day. Um, and as I started to work with clients, I realized that um I had an idea for a really major app. And so I started creating one and I'm not finished with it yet. Um, but I found that as I have aligned myself with what, I, what I'm really passionate about, all of the pieces always fall into place. The pieces, the people you're supposed to meet, the lawyer you were supposed to meet, the tech person you were supposed to meet, some software engineer just falls in your lap. I, right now I'm creating an app and right. I haven't spent any money yet because all of the things have just aligned with what I'm really passionate about. So I encourage people, just what do you want to do? Because the build the thing you want to, to see in the future. Build what it is that the person you want to be in the future. Um, and so, yeah, like that's how I kind of got started. My dad was a huge influence. Um, it, he's always instilled in me confidence and 
He always told me I was beautiful. He always told me, I mean, there was a girl in high school I thought was incredible. And I showed him a picture of her and he was like, she don't have nothing on you. He always um, made me feel like I was the best thing in the room. And now, I mean, you ask anybody, I always now walk around like I'm the best thing in the room. He probably could have dialed it back a little bit, but hey, we here now. So what what are we gonna do? Like, I mean, you're just gonna be extra, gonna extra, and that's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be fine. The world will deal. Like, so the world will the world will deal. Everything you just said, you you didn't have to be talking directly to me like that, though. Like <laughs> that, you didn't have to be looking directly at me and talking directly to me in that way. But like, honestly, we Kim, you've done that. <laughs> I remember Kim before. You even you were self-doubting whether or not anyone would listen to you about exercise and this coaching. Should I take this coaching thing seriously? But what did you do? You moved one step every single day. I saw you do the thing. I saw you buy the T-shirts. I saw you encouraging women. You did it. You are inspiration to keep going. And now, like, I remember when you had like 10 followers, sis, like that like you're you're moving in the direction of which you want to happen and when your stories pop up and when your things pop up and i see like the the what is it the juice jam or something where yeah. <laughs> everybody's dancing like those are encouragement for people to have fun to not take themselves too seriously to do the things that make you healthy and that some days you're going to fall off and you just get right back on i think you your life is exactly that like, it's exactly what I'm saying. I'm not sure I am preaching to you as much as I'm taking from things that you've shown women um, probably in lots of different states now or countries that they can do, that they can be a part of a community of women that move forward. And I think that's what it's all about. You're so sweet. I mean, I appreciate I'm also you. right. So I mean... <laughs> Okay, you're not wrong. I am. I'm not <laughs> wrong. I am right. <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> I love that. But everything that you said is 100% correct. It is 100% yeah. correct. Even, you know, and as moms, I think that we get so caught up looking at other people. You know, we're comparing. looking left and right. We're comparing, mm -hmm. right? We're comparing ourselves to the people we don't know and the people yeah. we do. But yeah. what we don't know is what those people are, you know, their struggles. Absolutely. We don't know. Yeah. Um, and maybe. And the is on us because you're only in your own lane. Yeah. Like, you compare yourself to everybody, but baby, you're in your what? lane. And for what? Yeah, for what? <laughs> the lanes don't change. It's still your lane, babe. There's a hundred million professional stylists. I'm still in my lane. I'm in my professional styling lane. This is my lane. Yeah. Right? So you and, just and run you, this you race. do it the way you do it. Exactly. And I do, do it with my own personal it. finesse. I do it with my own personal take. There are people, mm -hmm. a hundred million times, there's probably been a hundred million different stylists who have said, baby, you need to know your body type. And, I've, and I said it, and there were people in my community who had never heard of it, who had never heard of body types and how to dress them and any of mm -hmm. that. So- just just walk it. The people who need to hear from you will hear from you, period. And mm -hmm. I think that's how we should just live life. <laughs> so you said all that. You have built this 
I'm going to call it an empire right now because it's, it is what it is. It is an empire that you are building, that you have, but you have made this happen. You're still working full time, correct? I am. You have, but, okay, right. Yes, me too. <laughs> me too. Same. Um, <laughs> but you made this happen working full time. You have three amazing boys and you have hobbies. Like you do other stuff. How do you... I juggle do. all of that hey guys i know you were enjoying that conversation with me and amber but you're gonna have to come back next time for the rest of the conversation thank you so much for listening we'll see you next time Thank you so much for listening to You Are Worth the Work. If you enjoy this podcast, I'd love for you to subscribe, rate, review, share, tell your friends, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.